Hey, welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. In this podcast, Alex gives his perspective on what is going on in the world. It is his mission to bring the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Alex Stone Show. I'm your host, Alex Stone. I'm on a mission to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. And yes, I did say every, including the things that most Christians do not like to discuss, such as politics. Today is Friday, January 12th. And the leadership principle for today says, treat those of the opposite sex other than your spouse as brothers or sisters. Do not push yourself in a compromising situation with a member of the opposite sex. Set a good example, practice what you preach, and keep your te- integrity intact. One of the things that I've seen with most, with many ministers and with many business people is they don't have any integrity and they don't have any wisdom when talking uh, to people of the opposite sex. So my encouragement to you is be um, wise in your interactions with those uh, who are not the same sex as you. With that being said, we have another very special guest today. She is uh, someone who I've become to know um, because of being part of this patriot movement. I, I saw what she was doing on Instagram, and it was like, okay, this is something that is amazing. Okay, and I, I'm going to say her name in just a few seconds. But before I do, I just want to you know talk about the things that she's doing. Uh, she's someone who has realized the importance uh, of music today. That the left has you know taken over the music scene, and that. They are using it to indoctrinate Generation Z. And so she decided she wanted to stand up and fight against that. And so in doing so, she started the Prager Force Musical Club, which is gathering uh, patriotic musicians together uh, to put out um, good music content uh, that is uplifting to the soul and to the spirit. Uh, So with all of that being said, please welcome my good friend, Chloe Castillo. How are you doing? I'm great, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. Chloe, thank you so much for coming on. You know, I, w- I want to talk about music today. I want to talk about what you're doing, you know, with, with the Prager Force Musical Club and, and make music right. But before that, could you tell my audience a little bit about who you are, you know, where you come from and uh, really what brought you to where you are today doing what you do uh, with music? Absolutely. So I was, um, or I am, a classically trained pianist. I started playing piano when I was four years old and just absolutely loved it. I have a passion for music. And I guess um, where I am today now with the whole music thing, like you said, it has a huge impact on our, I think, youth, especially in our society. And um, as a musician, as a classical musician, I grew up with amazing music. Um, besides classical, I love Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, all those jazz greats. And so I was never really exposed that much to pop culture and popular music. I was also homeschooled. I'm really thankful for that. And um, I guess as I um, got a little older and started seeing stuff on social media and um, what other kids my age were listening to and, you know, talking about, I realized that the culture in America is really disgusting, honestly. And I feel that music plays a huge part in that and a huge role in shaping um, the minds of our youth and um, I guess just 
um, their perspective on a lot of things in the world, a lot of things in their lives. And so I thought, you know, like you said, <laughs> I need to tackle this. Someone needs to do something about this. And coming from a classical perspective, I realize it can't be done with classical music, but I think that having that basis really helped to understand what beautiful music really is and how we can, you know, bring that into our culture again. Mm-hmm. I really, I really love that. There's a lot of garbage uh, music that is being produced today. You know, you look at uh, artists like Lil Nas X, uh, or, or many of these rappers who are very clearly uh, demonic and satanic. You know, the devil isn't hiding anymore. He's in plain sight uh, for our generation and, uh, you know, the generations before us to see. Um, and, and he's having the effect that he wants. He's bringing people uh, unto himself. The, the devil is uh, just through music. You know, I mentioned Lil Nas X a few, uh, a couple years ago. He had a song that he was you know, riding down a stripper stripper pole uh, and, and and giving a lap dance to Satan, and and now he's just recently released a, a video as him portraying himself as Jesus dying on a cross. You know, this is evil and wicked and corrupt, um, and no one is questioning it because it's the status quo. It's just so common today that no one is questioning it. And I'm glad that you're taking a stand, you know, against the evil music industry by you know talking about good music uplifting music you know we were talking off off air uh, about you know my experience with an artist called nf and nf is a very talented i believe he is a christian uh rapper but whenever i listen to his music i get depressed i get sad because his music is depressing and sad and there are many studies that show that the music that you listen to directly and impacts and affects your mental health. I was just looking at one just a few minutes ago to to prepare for this, and and that's the reality. That when you listen to depressing, sad music, you're going to be depressed and sad. But if you listen to uplifting, life giving, uh, God glorifying music, you're going to be uplifted. You're going to be full of life. You're going to be full of love, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Chloe, my question for you is is you know why. Why do you how do you think that music has gone, you know, from being, you know, beautiful classical music like you were talking about just a few minutes ago uh, to the satanic garbage that we see all over the place today? Well, you know, honestly, I think it's become an agenda. And I think that, you know, you can go back very far as far as where music has been used to push a political agenda. It's been used, you know, most of history, actually. Um, But I think that when our government goes that route of, you know, Satanism and communism and all those kind of ideologies, when it goes that route, the music that they're going to portray and that they're going to promote into society is going to go that route too. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, they know that using music like that affects the soul. It affects the minds of people. And, you know, honestly, it affects how you um, portray a certain situation, how you react to a certain situation. And, to me, I just think they're completely aware of that and they know exactly how useful that is and they have just utilized it to the max. And honestly, conservatives have done very, very little to do the same. And I think it's time we start. I, I certainly agree. You know, you, you mentioned how um, many times in past uh, there was um, music that was you know used to push a political uh, agenda. And when I, w- when I was in high school, um, I was able to take two semesters learning about the Holocaust and uh, Nazi propaganda. And one of the things that they use uh, in a very big way was music. 
and it worked. That they had many, 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 many followers uh, because of the music that was being played in Nazi Germany that was promoting the Nazi Party. And that's exactly what we have today. It's not promoting, uh, uh, you know, for the most part, it's not politi- uh, promoting a political agenda per se, but it is promoting a very evil spiritual agenda that the devil has. Um, and, and, you know, abortion, it's not a, a political issue, it's a spiritual issue. Homosexuality, it's not a political issue. It's a spiritual issue. It's a sin issue. And if we can get to the bottom of this with the gospel of Jesus Christ, then that alone will change everything. Romans 1.16 is my favorite passage of all time. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation for the Jew first and also for the Greek, that the saving grace that we have in the United States of America today is the gospel, not any political solution. Now we need to fight back with means such as music, excuse me, produce good music, produce life-giving music. You know, I talked about that just a second ago, about uh, the difference between life-giving music and uh, death-giving music. You look at uh, 1 Samuel verses, uh, chapter 16, verses 14 through 23. It says, The Spirit of the Lord had left Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord was terrifying him. It's an evil spirit from God that's frightening you, Saul's officials told him. Your majesty, let us go and look for someone who is good at playing the harp. He can play for you whenever the evil spirit from God bothers you, and you'll feel better. Better. All right, Saul answered. Find me someone who is good at playing the harp and bring him here. A man named Jesse who lives in Bethlehem has a son who can play the harp, one official said. He's a brave warrior. He's good looking and can speak well, and the Lord is with him. Saul sent a message to Jesse. Tell your son David to leave your sheep and to come here to me. Jesse loaded a donkey with bread and goat skin full of wine. Then he told David, take the donkey and a young goat to Saul. David went to Saul and started working for him. Saul liked him so much that he put David in charge of carrying his weapons. Not long after this, Saul sent another message to Jesse. He said, I really like David. Please let him stay here with me. Whenever the evil spirit from God bothered Saul, David would play his harp. Saul would relax and feel better, and the spirit would go away. And that's exactly what we see in music today, that there are evil spirits with with many types of music. It's demonic, and they are oppressing our generation, Chloe. But the solution is the gospel. The solution is uplifting music. So I don't listen to, um, I, I don't listen to much secular music anymore because it continually brings me down. Rather, I listen uh, to worship like Upper Room um, and, and elevation worship and, and, and worship that will lift up my spirit. And it's had a major effect in my life. Um, you know, Chloe, what, what are some of your favorite music that you listen to, uh, that uplifts you, uh, personally? Well, honestly, I want to say real quickly about what you just said. I completely agree that it's really, really important to listen to worship music, to if that uplifts your spirit, if that is, you know, a way you praise God, I think it's absolutely fantastic and something that more people need to look into. I think also on the front of fighting what the left has provided, we have to provide alternatives that are uplifting and glorify God without it being directly um, worship songs. Like, for example, you know, songs that glorify God through, you know, relationships between a man and a woman that are, um, you know, done in a, in a good way, not a satanic, not a, you know, destructive way. Or, you know, music that just glorifies God, singing about all the blessings that we have without it necessarily being um, 
a Christian song, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Although I think that it's very important that the musicians are, you know, outward, outward about their faith. Yet I think that sometimes we have to get people not through secular music, but through music that is um, not secular yet the way that it's portrayed is as just good, normal music people can relate to without it having to be um, specifically worship music. Although, of course, I do love worship music too. But to answer your question, I think that for me, um, this might not help a lot of people, but I think anyone should check it out. I love Frank Sinatra. That's my go-to. Anytime, for any mood, it's Frank Sinatra. I just absolutely adore him. Um, Dean Martin as well. He's fantastic. Um Anything that's old time, big band, that's that's my kind of music. But I do have a lot of um, favorites now from the conservative movement. I've been really enjoying Ray Lynn, actually, recently. She's a fantastic country music singer. Her values, again, that's another example. Her values are fantastic. She promotes her family and her music. She talks about, you know, um, she talks about the relationship between a man and a woman in the structure that it speaks about in the Bible, yet it's not, you know, outwardly about that, except she just portrays it so well. And then also she sings about, you know, bringing up her child as, you know, um, with good values in her song, Raising Me a Country Girl. And so there's a lot of songs out there now that are coming from the conservative movement that I've really been enjoying because of their messaging. So, but other than that, Frank Sinatra any day. I love that. You know, uh, I, what's your, what's your favorite, you know, top two favorite songs from Frank Sinatra? Oh, there's no way. That's so hard. (laughs) It, it depends. It depends on the day, I think. Um, gosh, I love Fly Me to the Moon. I love, um, gosh, I don't know. I'll take too long doing this. Can't Take That Away From Me is really good. Um, there's so many. I love it. I love it. So so I want to I wanna, uh, take a shift away from, uh, you know, just music in general and, you know, mainstream music right now. You know, you, you're doing stuff with Make Music Right. What does that look like? Uh, in your day-to-day life and, and and what is Make Music Right? Sure. So Make Music Right is, um, like I've talked about a lot already, is, you know, we have this issue in our culture with the left's ideology being pushed on us, especially the youth through music and their agenda is just strewn everywhere. And um, as conservatives, we do a lot about complaining about it. We talk about it. We talk about Lil Nas X and how disgusting it is and we're spot on. We're correct. But we don't really provide alternatives in a structured manner. We have a lot of alternatives. We have a lot of amazing musicians out there who are on our side, who have our values and who are just excellent musicians who, you know, want to elevate their music to God. And yet there's, I found there's not really one center place where it all comes together as conservatives. We don't have a place we look to towards to see here's the music side of our culture. Here's where it is. Here's where we turn. And so with Make Music Right, I'd like to point out the issues the left has, um, the impact that the left has had in our culture through music with their ideology and also create solutions by teaming with, you know, parents, teachers, community community leaders, politicians, um, musicians, whoever um, will work together to bring non-degenerate music to the forefront of American culture. I love it. I, you know, we, we need that right now. Uh, one of my favorite artists who I've I've met actually this year at the Reawaken America tour is a guy by the name of uh, Jimmy Levy, um, and he actually won American Idol a few years ago. Uh, but he's become an outspoken Christian, outspoken patriot, um, and he's been releasing a bunch of bangers um, uh, this year. Uh, Amen. Uh, try that in a small town. His version of that. Um, freedom. Uh, you know. What are some 
contemporary artists or, or, you know, artists today that you would recommend for, for our generation? Well, Jimmy, a hundred percent. He's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I love his music. It's so, so well done. And I love that he actually, he's one of the few that I have actually really connected with as far as the sound of his music. I'm not a huge fan of modern music, honestly. I'll promote it if it's conservative Christian, but you know, I'm not a huge fan of it personally, but his music is so fantastic. His sound is so unique. It's amazing. Um, I love Jimmy. Amen's a fantastic song. Um, I also love his song. I believe it's called This Is War. It's just the lyrics are amazing. Um, so Jimmy, for sure. Ray Lynn, like I mentioned. John Rich, I guess, is a little bit um, not quite um, of our generation, but his music's fantastic. And, you know, anyone should listen to it. Um, beyond that, his, his modern music, I've found, is a little bit better. It connects more to our values, I feel. Um, there's a lot of rappers out there who I would recommend. Um, Topher is amazing, great Christian guy. He's actually excellent. I mean, his, I'm not a huge fan of rap either, but his music is so good. Like it's amazing. So there's a lot of musicians out there. Um, Ryan Weaver is good on the countryside. Um, we have a lot of options that we need to really pull together and promote more. Yeah. Now, now, now you, I've been paying attention to your Instagram for a long time. You've had the opportunity to sit down and talk with many musicians, um, you know, tell us a little bit about that and in, in your conversations with some of those people. It's been fantastic. I've really loved talking to them, you know, um, getting their perspective on what's happening, getting their perspective from, you know, the standpoint of a musician. And I, I've been amazed how much, just how spot on they are talking about these issues, how much they connect it to the gospel and how much they connect it to, you know, how important that is in music, whether you're singing about that directly or not, that should be, you know, what it's glorifying and what it's ultimately about. Mm-hmm. And so it's been fantastic talking to them. It makes me, you know, even more determined to get this make music right, really strong, this movement going. I think that we can make a huge difference with these kind of musicians who are America first um, and God before that, of course, and, you know, then family. And, and they just have these amazing values that they're portraying through their music and we need so much more of that. And it's been awesome talking to them. We really do. And I'm, I'm glad that you're doing that. I'm glad that you've taken a stand. Chloe, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Um, but before we go, uh, what are the top three uh, pieces of advice that you would give people in our generation uh, related to anything, whether it be music, politics, spiritual life, whatever? Top three things that you would give advice to our generation. Well, you know, Alex, I think the absolute um, top piece of advice that I can give is to um, turn to God for absolutely everything, you know, whether it be the most simple things in your everyday life or the most, you know, giant challenges you're taking on. I have found while I'm working on all this stuff, it's nothing I ever imagined I'd be doing, honestly. You know, I thought I was going to go to music school and be a concert pianist and that just, you know, turned itself around when I saw it was happening in our culture. So I think that, you know, you trust in God and he has the most amazing plans for you that, you know, you have no idea until you just trust, put your trust in him and, you know, see what happens. It's really an amazing experience. Um, that is one of my, I think, my top piece of advice. And then beyond that, I think going the music route, we have to be so careful as Gen Z not to just follow the trends of consuming whatever is put in front of you. You have to discern what is good and evil. And it's, I think a lot of people see that and like, oh, that's controversial or that's extremist. It's really not. It's between good and evil at this point. And you have to discern. You have to be careful. You have to make sure whatever you're putting into your mind and soul is going to ultimately glorify God. And I think thirdly, I would just say, you know, um, 
fight as a conservative, you know, do whatever you can to make an impact, whether that be, you know, raising um, God-fearing children or whether that be getting involved in the conservative movement and doing whatever you can to save our country. It's the greatest country on earth, and we have a lot of work to do to preserve it. We really do. I want to I mention some of the lyrics from uh, Jimmy's song, Amen. You know, uh, in, in the chorus, he, he ends the chorus by saying, I need a reason to live this life another day again. And you just said, you know, fight. You know, you have a reason, listeners, you have a reason to live this life another day again, to fight for your children, to fight for your grandchildren, to fight for a future for the United States of America, to fight for this country and to fight for the world uh, so that people might be saved, so people might be changed uh, for the better, for the gospel, and for the glory of Jesus. Chloe, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Where can people find you? Um, thank you so much, Alex. I really appreciate it. And you can find me at um, classically underscore Chloe on Instagram. And I believe this is bad, but I don't know. I believe it's um, Chloe Pianist on X. Um, and also YouTube. It's kind of slow right now, but just classically Chloe there as well. Awesome. Chloe, once again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, guys, if you go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Stonewall, you can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. Uh, it's one of the greatest deals that you can ever at, ever have. You're helping support me and my show and bringing you uh, amazing guests uh, such as Chloe um, and, and then the other guests that I have scheduled for this year as well. And you're also helping Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell has put his life and his money on the line to fight for the United States of America. You're helping the MyPillow employees uh, by helping them be able to continue to be paid by this awesome company. Then finally, you're helping uh, the country when you when you do this. You're helping fight. Uh, you're helping fund Mike Lindell's fight for the United States of America. And then I guess finally, you're helping yourself get a better night's sleep by going to MyPillow.com. Use promo, using promo code Stonewall you could get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. Chloe, thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you all for listening. God bless you all and goodbye. You'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. You can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.